Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Drive for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to the latest edition of Five on the Floor post-game. We are coming to you directly after the Miami Heat's victory over the Orlando Magic, 121-95. This was a win at home, the Miami Heat win the season series against the Orlando Magic 3-1, which could come in handy when the tiebreakers uh, become finalized as we narrow down to the end of the season. Before we get into that, today's floor plan with me, we have Brian Fonseca. You can follow him on Twitter at Brian Fonseca NY. We also have Eternal Bast. You can follow him at that same name on uh, Twitter as well. Also, you can check out both of these gentlemen, but Eternal probably more than Brian on playback. Check him out there. Download the app. That's a fun way of watching and interacting on playback. So you got to check that out with us. And the other thing you got to check out is our off the floor discord server. We have many channels and we're adding an NBA draft channel because I keep dropping scout nuggets and I don't know where to put them. So they're going in the draft channel. You got to go to off the floor. It's $2.99 on your desktop, $3.99 from your Apple device. This is where you're going to be able to chat about the heat 24 7 there's channels on other stuff so if you want to pivot to music culture fantasy gambling other sports nfl super bowl you can do it all right here it's kind of like your replacement for all of the other social media apps that are going down the drain so go to off the floor this is where heat fans the most informed and the most passionate hang out so check it out off the floor it's pinned in the description of this episode and probably to every one of the twitter profiles of the five on the floor hosts and crew so, gentlemen, this was a big one. This is three out of four now that the Heat win as the deadline approaches. Um, the Clippers game felt deflating. The Magic come in as a competitive team that they are right in the mix with in the 7-8 slots. And we saw two teams that I thought it was going to be a really close game, and instead Miami came out, they played really connected basketball 31 assists they out rebounded a team that i thought that they probably wouldn't have the ability to out rebound uh what did that final tally come in at 45 39 all around great effort brian i'll start with you just initial takeaways on this game uh we'll get into the gamer of the night the play of the night all that fun stuff but just your initial takeaways on what we saw from miami tonight as the trade deadline looms because we're gonna talk transactions at the end of this, y'all. <laughs> jimmy butler gets 20 plus points for the sixth straight game that's not nothing that's the first time he's done that since the playoffs jaime hockey has also reached double figures for the first time since returning not nothing also i felt like he was in more of a rhythm 
Speaking of rhythms, Terry Rozier, I thought was really good. And he's starting to really, I, I don't know if they've practiced yet. I still don't think they've practiced since they got him. This is his whatever 10th game in 19 nights or whatever it is up to at this point. He's just been, it's been a ridiculous pace that he's on. And I still think it'll really hit after the all-star break, after they have a couple of days of actual practices uh, in the midst of that. But Terry Rozier was fantastic. We'll talk about him. But the story to me is somebody we'll talk at length in a little bit about is Jimmy Butler. Um, He dominated the game with nine field goal attempts. <laughs> and this is what I tell people. Like, this is why free throw rate matters. And this is why being able to get to the line, if you're a star, if you're going to be a star, that stuff matters because you can put up a single digit amount of field goal attempts, but he's attacking the basket and he's, he's right on pace with what the calendar says. February is when we get into Jim VP season and he's starting to look a little bit better. I don't think he's quite Jim VP or anything like that, but he was very good tonight and has been very good lately. So that has to be encouraging Terry Rozier just for a couple minutes. Um, he brought it. He was efficient. He was seven of 12. Um, I thought that he was taking more smart shots uh, today. I felt like the stuff that he was doing was more in rhythm uh, this, this evening. Um, the 18, seven and six stat line is very nice and part of it and kind of what you traded for, but also just looks more comfortable finding guys in the right spots and things of that nature. I thought that he was very complimentary to what Jimmy in particular was doing out there, which yeah. is interesting because if those two have a chemistry, Terry Rozier is going to close every damn game possible uh, if that's going to be the case. And uh, otherwise, you know, interesting decision to put Kayla Martin in the starting lineup over Haywood Highsmith. I felt like he was more ignitable. And I don't feel like Haywood Highsmith, is if he isn't giving you lockdown defense, he's simply not giving you enough. And honestly, I don't know what, how many NBA teams he'd be in their rotation right now with the way he's been shooting the ball as of late. So yeah. I, I'm really fine with that. I don't think Kayla Martin should be the long-term starting four. I feel like their starting four probably isn't on the roster right now, or at least shouldn't be. And uh, yeah, we'll perhaps talk more about that at the end of this. But overall, I think it's a resounding A-plus night for them, and they haven't had many of those this season. I'm glad you brought up Caleb starting, because I would have glossed over that, and we should start the pod there. And Eternal, I'm coming to you with this. So just for anybody who didn't get to catch the game, we expected Haywood Highsmith to start at the four, because that's what's been happening lately. And instead, Caleb Martin was inserted, and it's the lineup that – I think um, maybe people thought could become a closing lineup. Uh, and, and now it's the starting lineup, which is Bam, Caleb Martin, Jimmy, Terry Rogier, and uh, Mr. Tyler Hero. Thoughts on that starting lineup change? What do you read into it, Eternal? But also your initial takeaways on tonight's win. Um, I thought it was kind of surprising for him to put Caleb in there uh, considering – who they was matched up against. I mean, you're talking about a really, really big uh, Orlando Magic team. So um, when they came out, uh, it wasn't like Miami plays stifling defense against them. Uh, they did cause some turnovers, which is a good thing. Um, you know, kind of disrupted them with some zone. Um, kind of really threw them off um, to start off. So I think it worked in parts. Um, you know, they were able to get a somewhat of a lead and they just kept, you know, when Orlando would come back, Miami would kind of increase it throughout the game. And so when they made the run at the end, like Brian touched on, 
Jimmy just had that in that crazy what 30 seconds where you basically score eight points, eight straight points. So yep. Um so you got 24 minutes and 40 seconds from Caleb that ended up closing with uh Terry, Jimmy, um, Josh, Duncan, and Bam. Um, so you only got 26 minutes from Tyler. But I think my I think the main takeaway from the night is if I read these off to you, you got nine shots from Jimmy, nine shots from Caleb, nine shots from Bam, uh, 13 shots from Tyler, 12 from Terry, 11 from Hakez, seven from Josh, nine from Kevin. Seven really from evenly distributed. Yeah, it's just even. <laughs> but I'm laughing because Tyler still had the most. <laughs> he always finds a way. <laughs> no, um, but but but. To your point, it is pretty interesting to see that shot uh, distribution get so even. But yeah. there was one guy that kept stopping the runs. Let's go to him now, the gamer of the night. And now on five on the floor, it's time for the gamer of the night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500 square foot state of the art center equipped with all the high end power. Play all day passes available for just 25 bucks. But if you mention five reasons, it's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN, you get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. So pre-show, Brian uh, immediately started talking about the run-stopping abilities of Jimmy Butler. I think we'll start there. Um, Eternal, you noted kind of, we we buried the lead a little bit here, and that's okay. Um, Talk about Jimmy Butler's performance tonight, what he did on such efficiency low shots uh the fact that now over a several game stretch it looks like we're starting to get uh second half of the season jimmy and just your <laughs> overall takeaways on jimmy butler who is the rocky sports gamer of the night i i would say the thing that stood out the most which is what we've been touching on a lot this season brian great is that jimmy finished the game with three steals I don't know how many deflections that he had this game, but he was way, way more active. And kind of what we've been used to seeing for the past, you know, his, during his heat tenure, because um, that gives you a parameter of where Jimmy is energy-wise, engage-wise, and everything like that. But even to that point, there were still points throughout the game where Jimmy was overpassing and things of the nature. And he just he's such a frustratingly great player that you just know – there are levels, even when he's coasting, where he can still be the best player on the floor, yeah. right? And he proved it when Orlando got, I think, within either 10 or 9. Jimmy scores eight straight points. Game is over at that point. Like, he just – he hits a fallaway three in a corner where it was like he's trapped in a corner, hit a fallaway three over, over Mo. Comes down off a fast break. Terry pushes the pace, throws it to Jimmy. No one's in – anywhere area code of jimmy he pauses before he shoots the three makes it the next possession he comes down and he gets a three-point play uh well no it's, it's just a two-point play um but he comes down shoulder bump finish the play in in the paint he is such a frustratingly great player but you just know that he has that ability to turn it on and he deservingly so 
got player of the night. And a shout out to Terry Rozier, who had that spot before Jimmy did that. Yeah, that's true. Terry had uh, a number of nice moments. Um, talk about him for a minute, Brian, because I think that's a guy that deserves uh, a shout out. He's starting to get more and more comfortable. He's um, looking better on offense. The rebounding has been a really pleasant surprise from him. I don't think that Heat fans maybe expected him to come in and do what he's done that way. Uh, Terry Rozier tonight, let's see where he finished. Bear with me. I'm trying to get to a box score. Um, He 18 on 7 of 12 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, only 1 turnover. He continues to be able to get assists without lots of turnovers. So um, I really liked what I saw from him. I feel like this is promising. Um, do you think that there's even another gear we can see from Terry Rogier, Brian? Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well, and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm going to start by pointing out that this is his 12th game in 20 days. So I did the math on that. Um, Terry Rozier's been playing a lot of basketball. That includes the end of his Charlotte Hornets tenure because he was playing basically every other day and there was a back-to-back before the trade, uh, which was on January 23rd. It is now February 6th at the time of this recording. So Terry Rozier also needs a break. But yes, he's been, he's, he's been their third best player lately. And that's saying something because they traded for somebody who is, one, going to close consistently, two, is probably one of the top three, according to some four uh, players on the roster. 
which I think is important. I'm not trying to take a jab at anybody else, but like I think this is what Terry Rozier has been and was today. Uh, today he was actually their second best player, I thought, in a lot of different spots. Um, I thought Bam was fine, but I thought Bam was just fine. Um, uh, really quickly on Jimmy, the second three. See, this is what this is where my fear was for this game because I was like, and I even texted you, Greg. I was like probably going to bet Orlando in the fourth quarter. <laughs> but the sports books, the sports books were on to me because Orlando was a minus 260 on the money line for the fourth quarter and favored by four and a half. And I was like, nope, that's too much for me. Not going to do it. Let's just watch. Let's just watch this basketball game and not be a degenerate. And the Miami Heat outscored the Orlando Magic Ooh. and saved your boys some money in the fourth quarter, 25 to 20, which brings the Miami Heat to 19 and 32 Minus 121 point differential in fourth quarter. So still awful, but not as awful as it was uh, an hour or so ago. And it was the second three from Jimmy Butler that Eternal mentioned as to why, uh, like, that's when I was like, oh, they're actually going to close this game because Orlando was putting together the run. It was an 11-0 run at one point. There was a three. Then there was a second three. And the second three was very important because it kind of really stopped the run and also brought Jimmy Butler over 18 and a half points. What a gentleman. Uh, for cashing us out uh, this evening from a betting perspective. But Terry Rozier, listen, I think he's going to continue to add another dynamic into this offense from a scoring perspective, from a passing perspective. You can see some I think he complements their best player as well. I think he can have he's had chemistry with Jimmy Butler. There's chemistry to be had with Bam Adebayo. I think he complements Tyler Hero, who I – put up gaudy stats but I thought Tyler was fine tonight and did a good job of not trying to do too much and was really within the flow of the game which is kind of what you want to see more just perhaps you know get downhill a little bit more often um and I think like yeah I think Terry Rozier is trying to compliment other guys and do that well I think he's been doing that so far uh, especially the last couple of games and I think it's going to get better as they continue to get more reps and maybe get a couple practices in during an all-star break before we shift to transaction talk, because it's a few days from the deadline, and that's all y'all want to hear us talk about any damn way, we want to close the book on the Magic Heat. 121.95 was the final score. Eternal. Franz Wagner was up in Detroit the other night and dropped 36. Tonight he was a much more pedestrian uh, 5 of 15 from the field for 13 points. Uh, single game plus minus be damned. He was a minus 20. Uh, what did they do different on Franz that got him struggling? And then your final thoughts on just everyone else, the others, the Jay Riches, the Hawkes, the Duncan Robinsons, the Kevin Loves of the world. I think, you know, the zone really bothered them because they don't have really good shooters on the Magic. If anything, if there's anything I see them addressing at the deadline, is probably added some shooting. Um, Franz was one of seven night from behind the line. Paolo was one of four. Wendell Carter Jr. Wink Wink was uh, two of four. Um, Jalen Suggs was one of six. Uh, Markel Fultz was one of two. So it's not like they got a lot of shooting. Um, so their zone really bothered them, made them have to get in the middle of the zone to score. And that's what Paolo, I mean, that's what Franz did, excuse me, um, in the fourth, which is where he scored majority of those points. Um, where he just looked bigger on the court and he started to use that size to his advantage. But Miami did such a good job and then Jimmy shut the door. Um, not only Jimmy, um, Terry hit some very timely shots 
in that fourth quarter. So shout out to Duncan. Shout out to um, Josh Richardson as well. Um, something I put in the chat as we're doing this, the only three players from Miami to take free throw shots tonight, Jimmy Butler, Jaime, and Terry Rozier. Wow. <laughs> That's an interesting stat. Uh, you don't expect it the scoring to be so evenly distributed, but then the free throw attempts to not be distributed that way. That's an interesting element to this game. Uh, Brian, you got any final thoughts before we shift to transaction talk? I know you're itching to just get to transactions. Um, you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, dudes that everybody on social media and people who cover the sport, like they want to talk about like the games and, the film and all this shit and that's great i'm here for it but this week this week don't give a shit i, I just like it, <laughs> i don't know how active the trade deadline is going to be been hearing some things you know things of that nature but it's been very what, slow what, what have you been okay talk about that what why why would it be slow because there are kind of like last year, although we did see a flurry of trades on the actual trade deadline day the last couple of years but kind of like last year where people are like hey we want to get into the play-in. Why are we going to become sellers? And there's a lot of teams that kind of need to do what Toronto did and pick a direction. Atlanta, are you going to actually hold on to DeJounte Murray, which there was some buzz about them potentially doing that all of a sudden. Um, and even guys like, here's the thing you have to remember, is as we just seamlessly go into transaction talk, uh, some of the guys that are quote-unquote on the table are probably one not on the table as much as like we would expect given how much they've been talked about. And it's largely because these dudes like DeJounte Murray, Kyle Kuzma, Boyan Bogdanovich, Malcolm Brogdon, and some others are still under contract beyond this season, which means the teams that are potentially trading them aren't incentivized to actually do any sort of deal yet, especially when you maybe could get more for some of these guys in summer. Correct. I think that's something to watch out for. Um, with a Boyan Bogdanovich, for example, he's an expiring contract. DeJounte Murray is going to head into a new extension. I don't know how that affects his market. I don't know if anyone's desperate enough to actually give up what Atlanta's asking price is because they probably would have done it already. And I think that, once again, it's an entire league-wide game of chicken where people are trying to determine, you know, who's bluffing, who's doing this, who's actually going to keep their cars close, cars close to the vest. I just think that what a lot of teams need are the same type of dudes, which is another problem. Yeah. <laughs> market, market could dry up quickly. If you see a couple of trades get done for the type of prototypical wing, then it's like, well, who else does everyone go for? That a kind lot of, of team, a lot of teams need a scoring guard, and a lot of teams need like a a forward who can space the floor and guard up, which I think is the main thing Miami needs, but so do some of the teams they're competing with. Yeah. And what teams have to realize is this is not a a, a thing where like progression's not linear and timelines are very sensitive. Jalen Brunson just rolled his ankle tonight. We don't know what that's going to look like or how long that. that could be. It didn't look great. And all of a sudden, the Knicks, who were very healthy last year, very healthy last time they made it to the playoffs, look like they could be one of the more dangerous teams in the Eastern Conference. 
Jalen uh, Jalen Brunson rolled his ankle. OG Ananobi's been out. Julius Randle, like Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus. They're saying could be six to eight weeks, but the actual recovery period could be longer than that. And oh, by the way, he's seven foot whatever. So like big dudes and knees, historically, not great, especially for a dude who's going to be 30 at the time he's rehabbing said meniscus. So on those I, feet. Yeah, I, I think if you're one of their competitors, a.k.a. the team that we've been talking about on this particular show, the Miami Heat, you don't look at that and be like, oh, because of the injuries, those teams are going to backpedal a little bit and we could actually strike. And it's like, no, you should actually be more urgent and do something at the trade deadline and try to get some help, some depth to balance your roster however you do it and jimmy butler's 34 years old in a year 13 so you can't fuck around with the window so to that point because you talked about this being maybe a more slow deadline and i know that a lot of what i've heard is that to your point that the tradable pick scenario opens up considerably for so many teams that like some teams that if it's you're not talking about an expiring they're just going to wait it out Eternal has felt like this could be a more active deadline. So I think he may actually have some reasons why he thinks it could go the opposite direction. Correct me if I'm wrong there. If you, if, no, no, if, no. I've been, I've been saying it since uh, pretty much kind of right before the season. And also, like, you know, I, I, I kind of – so I give credit and shout-out to both Greg and Brian and Ethan um, for having long, you know, storied, you know, Sources in the league to me, eternal. Yo, for those of y'all that don't know, that join us on playback, that don't join us on playback or in the Discord, please check out both of those. Uh, I just read the tea leaves of what's going on, so I just kind of felt like with the the new CBA, um, and when you factor in like the play in and just kind of the status of the league, that some you could find the right situation to improve your team, regardless if you're the Heat or any other team around the league. And it's starting to look like that, right? Like nobody counted on MB getting hurt. And so now you lost a buyer. Well, <laughs> all right, Brian, come on now. Come on now. Well, or, or the Grizzlies, right? Like the Grizzlies getting off to such a bad start. Jock comes back. They look like they could make a run. They could be active at the deadline. Jock gets hurt. And now they're no, they're not buyers at the deadline. The Lakers are looking bad. The Warriors are looking bad. And so you just have this this rumbling where maybe if you don't go after the superstar, but if you go after the, those those right floor raisers, as we call them, those type of Antoine Walker, Jane Posey, um, Jason William type, right? Where you just Kelly Olenek types. Kelly Olenek types, Chris Dunn types. Um, those type of guys, Obi, Obi Top and Jalen Smith types that can raise your floor a little bit where if you have what Jimmy just did, eight, eight straight points in 30 seconds, and you get to that level of the playoffs and you see how Terry is blending with Jimmy and damn um, how Duncan is, and you get a pop back from Jaime. All I'm saying is, hey, you just need the right ingredients. Mixing, you take some pieces off of this team, Put the right pieces on the team, and man, you could be cooking with grease. So we need to catch up on segments now. I'm going to go to the Eric Rubenstein injury report. 
And now it's time for the official Five on the Floor Injury Report, sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney. Born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now... The injury report. So the injury report is clean, and that makes that a quick segment. Check out Eric Rubenstein, but that's a quick segment because the heat injury report is finally clean, and that's a beautiful thing to say. So then you know what happens? We're going to run right into the play of the night. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com, an A-aggressive insurance agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. So which one of y'all want to tee up the, the play of the night? Brian got it. Yeah, like I said, Jimmy Butler, the second three-pointer. Um, for me, I think there may be a different one because Sean texted us a different one that I'm forgetting about. But Jimmy Butler's second three-pointer to stop the run, go over 18 and a half points. That's not why I'm picking it. Um, that's 75%, not why I'm picking it. <laughs> and uh, just, but, but seriously, I thought the game was, the 11-0 run started from the Magic. The game was, I think it was 11-0. They didn't even stop there. Was it even another basket beyond that? But whatever it was, they started off on that run. By the way, didn't score even 10 points for the rest of the fourth quarter after that. They started on that run, and it was like, oh, here we go. Point differential for the Heat, fourth quarter, one of the worst in the NBA. Here it comes. Magic money line fourth, and then here's a three, here's a three, and then there was a three-point play after that that I believe Eternal mentioned that I'm now remembering. So that entire run by Jimmy Butler, the eight, nine points and whatever it was, like, yeah, that's that's the one where just that stretch, I feel like, really put the game away. And yeah. When you're a superstar, that's what you have to do in the fourth quarter. Is when this other team that you've been smacking around for three quarters is starting to come back, you have to put them on their ass and be like, listen, this shit isn't going to happen tonight. And on top of that, you, as you said, Greg, at the top of the show, the tiebreaker is now in the Heat's hands if these two were to be tied. But something tells me that if the Heat actually, you know, figure some things out and go on a rhythm, yeah, they could pull away from the Magic, who probably will be in the play-in. Yeah, because it's basically Orlando, Indiana, and Miami that are in this gridlock for the uh, 6, 7, and 8. And I think Miami really wants to get to 6. And we'll see where Philly goes. Maybe they can um They might six. fall into the play-in. There's some yeah, money exactly. on that. There's some money, there's some money on that that you could bet on right now for the Sixers to fall into the play-in because whew, they did not look great without Joel Embiid the other night. That's Brian always has us up to date with all of where you can place your bets, folks. Um, all right. So I, I'm putting both of you on the spot as we close the show eternal. Uh, I don't know if you'll be on five in the floor between now and the deadline. So I want you on record. Will Caleb Martin be on the Miami heat after the trade deadline? Yes or no? No. You want to ask me about somebody else? No, we'll go ahead. No, that's it. Brian Fonseca. Will yeah. Caleb Martin. I, I, be I think I, I think he'll be on the roster. I don't think tonight. I'm not I'm not cynical enough to think tonight was a showcase. 
I, I feel like the showcase for Caleb Martin was had in the Easter Conference Finals. I don't think anything between now and the trade deadline is going to change anybody else's mind. Um, I think they should go shopping with Caleb Martin and potentially, you know, other guys on their roster, not named Jimmy Butler, Bam about Terry Rozier, or Jaime Jaquez. But, you know, I, I think they're probably just going to add somebody on the buyout market. Maybe, maybe PJ Tucker comes back uh, to where he had his last good season in the NBA. I'll break the tie. I don't think Kayla Martin moves, but that's just today. Tomorrow, there could be new news that we wake up to. Your one text message, one report, one Woj bomb, one Shams bomb away. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Eternal. Thank you to Brian. We are um, excited to bring you trade deadline coverage. Look out for that on playback. We will be all over on the trade deadline, so make sure you're plugged in for that. The Miami Heat get a 121-95 victory over the Orlando Magic at the Kaseya Center. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day or night wherever you're listening to this. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.